I know that he has given so much to me. I am washed, sanctified, and justified, and I have power, love, and self-discipline. My identity is in Christ, and in him I possess much. Living in Christ also assures me of many things. 2 Timothy 1.12 tells me I have the blessed assurance of knowing that in every circumstance, God will guard me through to the end of my life here on earth and on into eternity with him. It says, For this reason I also suffer these things, but I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed, and I am convinced that he is able to guard what I have entrusted to him until that day. When I was a little girl, my preacher used to say these words a lot. He said, I know that I know that I know. That always used to puzzle me. I didn't understand what he meant then, but I do now. He was talking about a knowing deep within you that no one can take away. This knowing becomes so strong that it literally becomes woven into the fiber of your being. As I've gotten older, I've found that is what happens with our faith as it grows. It becomes a knowing deep within us. We know that we know that we know that God's word is true and no one can take that knowing away from us. When my preacher used to boom those words out to our church, he was setting an example of faith to all of us believers there. Through the different challenges in his own life, he had learned to hold on to his faith. He had learned it was real and that it really would guard him throughout his life. As he preached, he was passing it along and hoping we would grab hold of this same knowing, this deep faith in Jesus. Our verse this week is set up in much the same way. In the book of 2 Timothy, Paul, the older and wiser believer, is writing to Timothy and encouraging him in his pursuit of ministry. When Paul wrote this, he was actually in prison for preaching the gospel, and yet he speaks with encouragement and passion about his commitment to the Lord. Paul is suffering but he has a knowing within him that God is still in control, guarding him. Paul knows that his faith is real and that it will prove to be genuine on the day when Jesus is revealed again to him. So Paul says to Timothy, For this reason I also suffer these things, but I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed, and I am convinced that he is able to guard what I have entrusted to him until that day. As we memorize this verse this week, some questions rise to the surface. The first one being, do we know that we know that we know? Do we have this deep assurance in the one in whom we have believed? I want to live in that place of knowing, in that deep assurance, but that can be a hard question to answer because how do we really know if we have really embraced that deep assurance? I believe our true faith is revealed when it's put to the test. If you think about it, that's what was happening to Paul. He's suffering for his faith, but not wavering all the same. In recent months, I'll tell you, I've known some suffering. Now, I'm sure that there are many others in the world who are suffering more than me, much more. 
but in many ways isn't suffering relative to the experiences that we know. And for me, my experiences in recent months have left me with some of the most raw pain I've ever felt. It has been a time of proving in my life. See, here I am, a teacher of the Word of God, a proclaimer of faith, and now my own is being put to the test. What would be proved? Well, I have found that I know that I know that I know, and I am so glad. Is the pain gone? No. Is the trial over? No. But like Paul, in the midst of the suffering, I'm glad to be able to say, I know whom I have believed. I can say to you that I know He is sovereign. I know He is good. I know He is a Redeemer and that His loving kindnesses protect and care for His children. And I'm one of those children. I know that His ways and thoughts are far above my own and that He is working all things together for my good. I have found that my faith is real and the one in whom I place my faith is the one who is guarding me and mine. That brings us to the second question. Am I convinced that he is able to guard what I have entrusted to him until that day? And really, maybe we ought to ask another question first. What have we really entrusted to him? See, I believe it's in the trials and suffering that we find out what we have truly entrusted to God. See, a lot of times we may say that we are entrusting our lives to him, but that can be a general religious statement kind of generic maybe even, as life just goes along and we revel in its blessings. But when suffering comes, where we are placing our trust is truly revealed. Let me explain what I mean by sharing some personal thoughts with you. This past week, my husband lost his job. It was totally unexpected, and honestly, it was an unjust situation. This news came on the heels of another deep hurt that we've been walking through as a family over the last several months, and in recent weeks, that had climaxed into a mountain of grief. So when the news of my husband's job loss came, I literally felt my legs had been cut out from underneath me. Later in the day, as a friend prayed over me and my family, she said the words, Lord, help them to remember that you are their provider. When she said those words, it revealed to me that I had slowly slipped into a place of trusting in my husband's employer as our provider. Not! See, years ago when my husband was in full-time ministry, God taught me that he was our provider. Not the church my husband was ministering at, but him. You may have heard me share our socks and underwear story. If not, maybe I'll share it again sometime. But that story reveals how God taught me that truth, how he gave me a deep knowing of his provision in my life. I learned then to entrust our well-being to God. He was our provider and more than able to guard our family and our needs. But somehow, I guess over the years as our situation has changed and my husband was now employed in the corporate world, I had shifted again to believing that his employer was our provider. I didn't even realize I had done that until my friend prayed those words. I quickly repented and told the Lord, I am entrusting our financial well-being to you. And over the weekend, as my husband and I have sought the Lord together and the body of Christ has rallied around us with encouragement, I've become even more and more convinced that God is able to guard what I have entrusted to Him until that day. But here's the thing. I have to know what I have actually entrusted to him if I'm convinced that he will guard it. Because if I haven't really entrusted it to him, then am I really convinced that someone or something else is going to guard me and take care of me instead of God? 
I think that's really what happens when we're not really sure of what we're entrusting to the Lord. I want to be the kind of woman that has entrusted it all to Him. My salvation, my health, my emotions, my marriage, my kids, my finances, my joy, my hope, my relationships, my day-to-day experiences and the way I spend my time, all of it. I want to be convinced that He will guard it and He will use it for His purposes. In uncertain times, we find out what we really know. We find out if we know the one in whom we have believed. We find out what we have truly entrusted to God. We find out if we are convinced that we will guard, that He will guard what we are entrusting Him with. As Paul suffered, he found out. My preacher too. He was an I know that I know that I know man. See, both Paul and my childhood preacher have actually already reached that day. For me, it hasn't come yet. And if you're reading this, well, that day hasn't come for you either. But when it does, I hope the Lord Jesus finds me and you resting in this assurance. Blessed assurance, God is guarding my life, all of it. I can know that I know that I know. Who am I you love me so gently? Who am I? Recognize my name, Lord, who am I? That you would speak to me so sadly. Conversation with the love most.